What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves, that, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your past. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. Damn, five-yard score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. It's Friday. The last old-school hour before... Uh, the pregame show, obviously, tomorrow, but that's going to be everybody all hands on deck on the eve. Yeah, we can hear that, Nick, as you're stirring your I stuff apologize. there. I but apologize. Uh, on the eve of Huskers against Colorado, Buffaloes against Nebraska, this is old school brought to you by the Mercado, certified Piedmontese special ingredients of Butcher Shop, located at 84th and Havelock, every type of meat and every type of cut. Also, second location at 30th and Yankee Hill. We appreciate their support. Appreciate you guys going in there and, uh, you know, obliging and buying some stuff. Cook it up after we uh, bust these buffalo's heads open to the white mm-hmm. meat. But be- but before we put a bow on the old school prep for the game, there's a game I want to ask you about, Nick. It's two teams that are, are on the up- uptick, in my opinion. This is just my opinion. Okay. Uh, I think Ole Miss, Ole Miss against Tulane is probably one of the most interesting games this weekend, you got they're both. I think one's twenty and one's twenty four or something yep. like that. So now you're trying to see who can get in the top like fifteen, you know, by beating them. And it's obviously style points. Tulane kind of came out of nowhere, right? And then had a really good bowl game. Ole Miss. The last couple of years, I think their expectations were higher than reality. Um, I think they got a little bit of stale. I think there was some friction where they wanted more out of Lane Kiffin coach teams. He had other offers. You got to remember, he kind of pimped them and got that new contract yep. during the season. It was all set, supposedly all set that he was going to Auburn. Backed that, backed out of that. He stayed at Ole Miss. There was a little bit of Nebraska talk. He has Nebraska ties. His uh, father, Monty Kiffin, was the was the godfather, inventor of the black shirts. Um, but he stayed at Ole Miss, and I think um, 
He did a good job last year in the portal. I think he did an even better job this year in the portal. I think Ole Miss could be the Tennessee of the SEC this year, kind of okay. kind of come out of nowhere, and then you know they're you know giving people fits, but they play Tulane, and Tulane has always been thought of as you know they had Sean King back in the day, uh, and they have receivers but no defense. Well, hold your horses. Tulane has done a really good job of really focusing in on New Orleans, recruiting there, developing there, building relationships, and I think they're a force to be reckoned with. And this game is, I think, is going to be exciting because you got two two teams that can score, two teams that are going to have, that have a plethora of athletes, um, and I think it's going to be quiet as kept. One of the most, I think, it's going to be the game that they constantly break into, score here, big mm-hmm. play there. Um, I think Ole Miss will pull it out, but I think Tulane will give them all that they can handle. What do you think? Well, how about this? So, so Tulane uh, under Willie Fritz, who's been a hot, hot name in the every year in, in the coaching yeah. carousel yeah, every offseason, yeah. the last few years. Um, currently, he's forty four and forty five at Tulane, but last yeah. year, as you mentioned, twelve and two, and then they won the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Um, with with Ole Miss, I completely agree. Uh, it just always feels like they're trying to get their way into the SEC conversation, but can never just do yeah. it. I think, right? Yeah, I think with Ole Miss, which is a subject that's it was on like a, I think a on the four letter network ESPN uh, where they talked about some of the issues that they they still have on campus mm-hmm. with minority athletes but in particular African American players long embedded in there you yeah. know in so I think it hurts their because Lane Kiffin one thing I would tell you is Lane Kiffin and his staff can recruit with anybody but when you're recruiting against a unknown black cloud that can somehow just pop out yeah. you know because there was a story about there was something bad going on on campus and they had one of their biggest recruiting weekends well all those guys aren't coming i think old miss like you said is trying to get in the conversation they should um which why your tennessee comparison was was accurate right, right? same with because tennessee. finally last year they got into that conversation yeah. they beat bama and probably yeah. the best game of the year, year last year yeah. They finally beat Alabama at home, and now once again, like people are talking about Tennessee, Tennessee possibly getting there, but but it's still not up to the conversation of like Alabama, Georgia, right. those schools. Like it, it's going to take a few years where like yeah of yeah. consistency, um, where where I just don't know how far or how close Ole Miss actually is because it feels like they're a lot farther. It does, but then you have that one game where yep. it doesn't, where it's like wait a minute, and then it's always that egg bowl because. Yeah. Lane Kiffin and them could be eight and one. Got to beat Mississippi State, who is four, like four and five, five and four. Next thing you know, they lose to Mississippi State, and then therefore the season's done. It sets you way back, way back, way, back, way farther than what a win would have put you even forward. Right. And then I think also one of the things where is one thing about Lane Kiffin, he's like the mad scientist. He he would rather be up in that room right there, watching mm-hmm. film, devising you know offensive schemes and all that. I think they what Ole Miss has really struggled with, and I think they're getting closer and closer and closer, right, to come into the reality of matching your identity offensively with your defense and special teams and having continuity. It mm-hmm. can't be like, well, 60% of our – 65% of our team is all we think about is our offense, then a little bit of defense and special teams just to throw in. I think if they get that um, divided up correctly, both in recruiting and attention-wise, I think they'll start to knock on some doors because look, Nick Saban's getting older. Yep. Um, you don't know how sustainable that 
ground and pound and in in developing you know number one number you know six and seven draft picks and in, in in georgia is because their offense is net will, will eventually not be able to keep up they mm-hmm. haven't had success with getting georgia i'm talking about with uh recruiting or getting somebody out of the portal at the quarterback position they really haven't like stetson bennett they kicked him out of off campus and said you're not good enough two times and they just kept coming back so the opportunity could possibly be there for an mm-hmm. Ole Miss to Tennessee, but until they get that continuity there, um, they might miss their chance. And so it's going to be interesting to see when or if they make that big move. And I think it might have to be like a year like this year or next year where, you know, there's, you know, limited injuries, the schedule works out well. You kind of like get, you know, you get some guys on campus that people kind of overlook and they're really developed, and then you get some guys that maybe that were on your roster that were coming off, say, like injured reserve or something like that, and they mm-hmm. get healthy, and then now you got some depth. Now you got a couple of NFL receivers along with a quarterback and an offensive line and a kind of as-needed running back, and then you got defense that's opportunistic. Then you can have that magical year, and then you'll be in the conversation. I wonder if this is – this isn't even just a Lane Kiffin issue, though. Like it feels like it's a truly an Ole Miss problem because this was how we kind of felt with Hugh Freeze as well, where it was like they're they're on the doorstep, but then they something happens in a negative way to them pushes them a couple steps back. Right. Um. Because they've had they have athletes they can they can get athletes to campus right. You'll remember the the two wide receivers that they had at one time was DK and and Laquan Treadwell and and they had really good wide receivers. Brown. That's right. They had three first round pick wide receivers. And so, and, and, and they like, also got and that, like seven and five. They had that 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 one. I think Jared Jaron Ely is still potentially there. He played. He was a dual sport athlete between uh, football and baseball. Right. Yeah. They have two good quarterbacks on their roster that I wanted to talk to you about because Spencer Sanders, who yeah, was a was a career starter at Oklahoma State, didn't. It's not like he didn't put up good numbers for Oklahoma yeah. State. And Mike Gundy Cooper, yeah. transfers to Ole Miss, where Jackson Dart, the USC transfer, is and. Uh, after Jackson Dart started last year, they had Matt Corral a couple years yeah. ago, which was a good college quarterback towards yeah. the end, who was also a transfer right. from USC, by the way. But no, Jackson Dart was starter last year, or excuse me, I believe two years ago. But nonetheless, here they call Jackson Dart the starter here in 2023. Yeah. And Spencer Sanders, who transferred in from Okie State, is going, oh boy, I, I gave up the starting position to be a backup here right. at Ole Miss. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Look, when you have an offensive coach, they love quarterbacks. Yeah, they do. They love multiple quarterbacks. Uh, they figure if you don't have three, you have none. Mm-hmm. And well, and, and and did Spencer mm-hmm. Sanders really fit that type of scheme? That's what yeah. that, that that's where you can get enamored by. You know, Ole Miss has a really good NIL. I know one of the pe- people that are one of their biggest boosters. They have the campus. They have the 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 tradition and and, the, and supposedly the opportunity. Well, and they're in the, be- the, the best conference, in right? Football. But it's hard to supplant a starter because dart was actually decent so it's not like he was garbage yeah so it's hard to supplant somebody that's already kind of a known factor and he and he obviously got better at some of his weaknesses you would have to be so far above him skill wise and notoriety wise to really get even get a legitimate chance it's a bad decision now he's stuck Mm-hmm. And th- there's no turning back. And then now, without playing, what do you do? Well, now I mean, let's let's then transition to a Nebraska conversation here with the quarterback because right. Jeff Sims there's then comes in. Jeff Sims comes in, and Casey Thompson, who was the starter last year, decides to move on, 
chooses to move on to Florida Atlantic, Jeff Sims is is crowned the starter because right. that's the and and there's a little bit of difference because it's a new coach, new sure. staff, so sure. they want their guy right. So I'm not trying to just overlook that and just say that it's not that doesn't play a, a factor into this, but we knew who Jeff Sims was coming in mm-hmm. and we saw kind of what, what Casey Thompson did for Nebraska in that offense last year. And with a guy like on the uh, Trey Palmer on the perimeter on the edge. So you see kind of two different stories with a couple of other factors and their new staff being the most notable right. where a guy comes in and, and replaces a starter who ends up transferring somewhere else yeah. who Casey more than likely was not moving on unless a new quarterback came in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's well-known. He's made it known. And it's just part of the situation, man. Absolutely. When you you have... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. NIL, when you have um, the ability to, you know, with the transfer portal, I mean, being a graduate transfer, you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, the quarterback decision or decisions are crucial. Mm-hmm. They're the lifeline of your program. Um, if you want to play musical quarterbacks like every two years, you better be hitting every two years. You can't have an off year. And uh, that's the risk that you that you take. And I think wh- here's what really the problem is. This is what people don't really like. I always say, let's peel back the onion. Yeah. Okay. So these RPO offenses and these offenses that they run all the way from youth football to high school, they call them quarterback friendly. Well, what it is, is you don't have to do anything. You're just a good athlete and you're not making any line checks. You're not really calling your plays. It's real simple, right? If this guy does this, this is where you go. So you're playing a robotic type of position. That's why they think they can get anybody there to do it. Gotcha. Right? Which is, which is in theory, in theory, true. In reality, right? This is why I would say the, the difference between analytics and reality. Analytics can't take, in, take into account emotion. Analytics can't take into account of somebody getting better and dealing with true competition. Mm-hmm. Analytics don't can't take into account the dynamics of one football program versus another. Why one 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 quarterback or could be successful in one versus the other, and the art of playing quarterback hasn't been taught. And in, in that's why you see so much turnover at the highest level of the NFL. You see a lot of turnover at at the high at the college level. You see some at the at the high school level because nobody's teaching them how to play quarterback. That's why you see like like Barry Thompson when he comes on is that what he's teaching them is concepts and how to play. Steve Warren, he's teaching the, the kids. That's why all his kids from Easton Stick on up, they're to being taught concepts and how to play quarterback. Well, when you when you think of a Noah Kim, right? And let's just look at the situation. Well, Thorn leaves. Two-year starter. Yeah, they said on, when they have some sort of leadership program they go through. Mel Tucker, he was said he was off the charts, right? So not only is your he's a decent quarterback supposedly, he's your best leader. Well, how does Noah Kim step in? And everybody's like, well, man, we we had this on the he, he was just as good and, and been in the back burner for that long because you don't take that into account, yeah. and so you have to. And so you know, as far as Nebraska goes. Um, I think as far as tomorrow, we can jump right into it because we got about about four, four or five minutes. The best thing that you can do when you know your quarterback and maybe you're like, okay, well, it stuff isn't matching up 
is you have to scheme to put him in positions that he that I, he could be advantageous. Yep. And when we come back in the second hour, no, you know what? I'll drop this nugget right now. Here, you want to know well, what that's I would knowing your personnel, right? That's that's your that's part of your job as a coach, right? Yeah, but like, you know what? Even I would if do? even if you are a new coach, there's no excuse. Yeah, but you know what I would do for Jeff Sims, it, and this is obviously predicated on us getting some sort of conventional run game. And I would I would come out and try to run. You know, I'd get him out on the you know some bootlegs or trying to get mm-hmm. him out some stuff or you know do that and do some RPOs. But then I would, you know, what I would do? I would I would have whatever personnel group you want. I come out with five wides. Here's why I come out with five wides. You're 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 generally going to get essentially man on man to man defense, mm-hmm. a zone defense, which generally is either cover three or cover four. So it's simple reads, and you and you can run some option routes off of it. So you're kind of playing backyard football, or in the weirdest case scenario, which I don't think Colorado has the capability of capabilities to do in the second week of the season because they're still trying to gel as a defensive staff and, and defensive unit is you might get some zone blitz. But ultimately, it, it it really becomes easier football. But here's what the really the bonus is of it, is if it's not there, the run lanes and the, and the tucking, tucking it down is already predetermined. If it's man-to-man, you see, as soon as you see Jay Foreman's back to you, you're gone. Yeah. In zone, as soon as you see me, one, you know, say I, I drop too high, you throw it underneath. If not, let it clear, lead him, I'm gone. Then you then you're you're dictating the pace to Colorado in a different way. You don't have to run a whole bunch of plays. Then you can bring the tight end in, in, in into effect. If they have linebackers that aren't very tall, well then you got two six five tight ends. Mm-hmm. You could say I'm in twelve personnel, just flare them out a little bit. And if you need some protection, you can still slide protect. Yeah. Right. So that's what I would do to keep them off balance. And that's what you have to do in all these situations, right? Um, you know, people, I heard somebody say, well, Casey went to, you know, FAU. Yeah, well, that's where the, his former head coach went. There was that's, a connection. That, that's yep. where you go. Yeah. Because this is what people need to understand. Whether it's HBCU, whether it's Florida Atlantic, the, the AAC, whether it's Conference USA. Group of five or group power of five, five. Right? Yep. The skill position skills. There isn't a big difference. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to tell people that. The difference is in the size and the speed and the depth of the offense mm-hmm. and defensive line. That's really the biggest difference because you look at a lot of quarterbacks that come out of there, like Zappi from um, New England, or other, they come out more skilled in the passing game than guys that have started three years at, at a Power 5 school. When you're when you're talking about the five wide, and, and we're going to be moving to stream only here in, okay. about in less than 10 minutes here, uh, we got this question off the text line, but then I was also planning on on following up on it. How much does that require your offensive line when you go five wide to do their job, and and then some? Well, it depends. Depends on the play route, the play call. Okay. Um, but then it, it, it's almost like you can work around some deficiencies, right? Um, because you can't, in my opinion, when they go five wide, you can't just rush the passer unabandoned right you have to have some thought to it because you got to try to cage him in mm-hmm. because if you get up field too much and he steps up and that three technique or that one or one technique or two eye gets pinned by that guard and you had slide protection on jeff sims is gone zone yeah. or man he gone so if you just keep rushing up field you do that so I, I think it does require them to do their job but then also i think if you're in the if i'm a quarterback in the huddle 
and I know I have a three to five step drop, right? So a quick passing game, I'm letting them know this yeah. is a quick passing game. If I say if we have something a little bit longer and then we're getting it, we're motioning a tight end in and you're trying to do maybe some play action with a tight end or just keeping an extra blocker in for chip blocking. Well, then, you know, this is a deeper set. So that's all. That's the that's the pre snap communication that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the play call. That's knowing the situational football, knowing your playbook. And you know what else you need to know as a quarterback? You need to know your personnel. You got to know who's your really good run blocker. You got to know that because really, to be honest with you, if you're in the game and you know, okay, this is what Nick Sainter and Jay Foreman do better than that, you know, yeah. something else. And we need a yard, but we're we're really good at running the ball. Well, then I'm going to check over there. And then I'm going to ask you, hey, do you guys get movement over there? Yeah, I'm getting movement over there. Okay, well, then I'm, we're coming. Third and one, we're coming that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you – you talk about culture. You talk about continuity. You talk about team. That's how it works. Because when you because you know what you know what's gonna only thing that's gonna save Nebraska tomorrow, Nick, is they gotta have a hundred percent rate hit rate on figuring out percentage. They can't be out there, palms up, not knowing what's going. Mm-hmm. You guys gotta figure it out. Because listen, imagine if you're on offense. What do you think Marcus Satterfield is going to be able to yell, yell to you from the sideline? Nothing. Yeah. You ain't going to be able to hear nothing. On defense, you better figure it out. Because if you don't figure it out, they're lining up running another play. And next thing you know, you're going to be on field or on, on, on uh, PAT block. Is that is that what then tonight's for? Huskers have officially landed. They, they have? They've landed. They're here? They're in the they, building? They've been here for a couple hours. Did they say? So So they're in Boulder then. So they're here. Is that what for tonight's well, for? The yeah. final. The final prep. The final, I don't know, film or or walk through. Yeah, I mean, what's what should what should a guy like Jeff Sims? What should the offensive line? What should should skill position be doing today? Tonight, sure they have a walkthrough before they left, and then you you know you don't want it to be all day long. Sure they had a walkthrough walkthrough before they left. Get on the plane, you know, you're on your computer watching plays, Mm -hmm. talking it over, joking around a little bit, talking it over. Get here, get your get your night before meal. And then if you have kind of like a offense, you know, you break out in special teams and all that, and then you might go through some stuff. But I, if you're my quarterback, I need – at this point, if I'm calling plays, well, if I'm calling plays, you got to be right here because you are the going to be the one that's going to drive mm-hmm. drive the car. It's how you want it. Whether, whether, you, whether people like it or not, when you're in my defensive huddle, it's how I want it. You well, know what I mean? Well, in, 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 yes, we can talk about it afterwards. But it's how I want it because if we do this together, I don't care what defense I call. We'll we'll if we execute it, we'll 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 survive. Yeah, just just a friendly reminder. Well, one of Colorado's starting DBs, Miles Slusher, mm-hmm. is uh, is out for tomorrow's game as well for the Buffalo's defense. Too much, too much slushies. I don't know, man. Slusher. Too much <laughs> Miles Slusher. You got a little heat exhaustion. Two two time transfer, uh, Miles Slusher, by the way, but. Uh, no, I, I will say this before you send it to break. If you're listening on the FM dial, make sure you uh, turn on the stream. Turn, turn on, on the, the mobile stream. app. On the app. Get yeah. on the app, man. On, Look, it's 2023. Get on that app, man. Get on that app. Get on the stream. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, listen. We, I'm going to tell you this before we go to break. We were down at the new studio. It's going to be off the chain. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Give it up to DP and Rebecca, what they're doing, and uh, all the all the contractors in there. It looks amazing in there. It's going to get even better. Uh, I think the biggest problem is they're going to have to make sure some guys stop trying to reside down there. Well, but, well, speaking of of something looking amazing, the border tailgate looks pretty sweet too. Yeah, it does. This is good. This is good. listen, man. This is nothing better than coming up here, 
having a blurred tailgate, getting some food probably tomorrow after the after the game and after a victory for the Huskers. Yeah. And if you're in Boulder, let us know. Yeah, come on out, man. Come chill. You know, you got the well, luckiest man in the world, Nick. The, uh, the upgrade. Get, Nick's new nickname. They had a whole bunch of nicknames for you. Okay. You know what your new nickname is? What's that? Upgrade. All right. That's well, what I'm calling you from here. Upgrade. Well, I'll also say, I mean, we're going we're gonna to be out on the town. We're going to be uh, eating dinner. We're going to be watching yeah. a little Illinois-Kansas. Yeah. So, uh, whoever thought of that. We're excited to watch Illinois-Kansas. Here we are. Yeah. Here we are. No, it's going to be uh, It's just the start of a, of a really fun couple of days here. There it is. Jay- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.